This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Good morning. Welcome to Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. Linda Bolton in the studio this morning and with me, Jennifer Hess, Executive Director of the Danville Public Library. Y'all know that library is close to my heart. I'm proud to be head of the trustees of the library. We have so many exciting things going on. <laughs> we really do. Uh, it's just a, it's a great place. You've got to be kind of happy. We're, we've had an interesting year full of a lot of challenges, but, man, there's some good stuff ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really exciting. Um, you know, the things that we've done here recently with our big events, KaiCon, PotterFest, the library card sign-up month with the Baby Yoda cards, and... We're very excited about this event we have coming up in January. Yeah, that's what we're here to talk about this morning. Um, so explain what this is going to be, because this is a big deal. This is, yes. <laughs> this is not something we uh, we normally have going on, but this is going to be a big one. So, and I mm-hmm. think, I don't know if that's Jessica or not. Let's see. Whoops. Let me throw my cane, old woman's <laughs> cane on the floor. Uh there you go. That was my exercise for the day. So keep the audience I don't in, know if that was Tommy or, or <laughs> Jessica. I don't know. Whoops. Let's see what we got. We got Jessica. Hurrah! In a very strange headgear. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure it was you. It's Winter Wonderland. Yeah, yes, today is, is uh, at the library we've been doing different theme days. It is, yeah. Holiday spirit. And today is favorite winter accessories. So we're all wearing our hats and scarves and boots in 50 degree weather. Yeah, it's Derek great. Will, Derek will take a picture of you both before you leave. <laughs> so you, it'll be posted up on Vermilion County first. I know Jessica just got thrilled. Uh, <laughs> Jessica, uh, Jessica Augustin has joined us and she is the assistant director of the library. So hello, hello. Uh, hello, hello. <laughs> Scoot on up. Uh, oh, pick a mic. I don't care. That one's fine, I think. Knock to that one. So we All we right. were just ready to announce what the big event is on January for the. So your who timing know. was perfect. So, <laughs> would you like to do the honors? Lavar Burton, we have Lavar Burton. <laughs> <laughs> <We're very> <laughs> I think that says it all. We'll all go home now. Yes. <laughs> okay. No, explain what's going to happen though, because it's a, it's it's really kind of cool how this is all going to play out. Yeah, it is a live virtual event. So um, it's a live webinar, you sign up on Zoom, or if you don't really want to do the computer thing, you can come and watch it live with us in the first floor meeting room, where we'll have him up on a big screen. So yeah, it's a moderated conversation. He will be interviewed by a moderator who is not yet confirmed. To be determined. And (laughs) we think we know, but we're not sure. Yeah. Yeah. And we're also taking uh, audience questions that we're going to throw his way. And why LeVar Burton, Jessica? Uh, We're the Reading Rainbow Generation. Yeah, explain that. Yeah. You got to explain that. Okay, he was the host of Reading Rainbow from 80... 83 to 2009. There we go. There you go. <laughs> and he decided that wasn't enough, so he divided. So uh, what was an app before we before we oh. leave that? What was that for anybody that doesn't know? Explain what it oh. what it was. Well, it was a show on uh, I think PBS. Public, yeah. Right? And um, what it did is he like talked about how reading is amazing, and you get like he'd read you a book. There'd be guests, there'd be kids, and they'd all have fun, and they would show the pictures of the picture books. And yeah. I just like the theme song is running through my head right now. That iconic with the butterfly and yes. then the rainbow. Yeah, are you gonna sing it for us? Absolutely not. <laughs> oh, <man>. uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, that first episode, he actually he reads the book and he visits a public library. So that's on my docket to watch at some point before we have a visit from him. It's very fun to see yeah. <laughs> 83 and what a public library in 83 looked like as well. Absolutely. Yeah. And we're also fans of him from like Star Trek The Next Generation, or at least I am. Sure. So, yeah. And uh, he was, he had a very major role on Roots as Quinta Kinte. He did that guest spot on Jeopardy and now he's got his own show in the works, Trivial Pursuit. Um, he's won multiple daytime Emmys. He's been nominated for primetime Emmys. Um, he's done voiceover work, directing, producing, editing. He was <laughs> in a video we watched the other day uh, in I probably, what, 88, 89? Uh, the song Word Up by Cameo. He was in that video, too. That was fun to watch. Um, he dances. Yes, he dances. He's a like a police chief and so, he dances. So what do we want <laughs> to... Tell me, tell, me uh, tell our listeners... What do we want to accomplish by asking LeVar Burton to share some time with us here through the Danville Public Library? What's our goal? What are, what's our mission? What are we doing this for? Other than it's really cool. Yeah, he is um, such a figurehead in literary for, literature for children. He's an advocate. He has his own app, which is linked to that, the Skybrary app. Skybrary. So it's... Um, I think it's an audiobook kind of app mm -hmm. for children's books. Yeah, mm -hmm. and yeah. he's done other um, narration for audiobooks, and yeah, I think he he's he's a positive influence. We've been talking with his people, <laughs> I guess if we want to call them that. Yeah, it's from like we booked him through an agency, so we've so, been talking to them. Yeah, and they they've asked us, you know, kind of like what we want to talk to him about and what he might say to inspire our patrons. Yeah, and he often talks about the power of storytelling and the power of imagination. So we're going to we're going to ask him to kind of like combine that and show how telling the positive story and being imaginative can help really benefit any community, particularly Absolutely. Danville. So isn't that part of our challenge um where we're at with with our library today? We have a great library. Y'all have done tremendous things, and you have tremendous things lying ahead that, that you're going to do. Uh, we have a great team that can make that happen. But part of the challenge is really how we make re libraries relevant to people today. And I'm going to address that to you, Jessica, because you are the, you are the future. You are the, young, the youngest generation and, and, and that's running the library. Not that, Je not that Jennifer's old. Like a year at heart. Year heart. <laughs> but technically she is younger. Yeah, yes. she is. <laughs> but, but I mean, seriously, so when you look at this, how do you see libraries evolving? What do you see in the future? I see libraries as, and it's already there in some ways, becoming mm -hmm. a community center. We're the place where people want to go um, when they come to visit Danville or when they first move to town. It's the library they visit first so that they can figure out where their place is in the town. And it's a great place. It's one of the only places left in America where you can go to hang out and just be without being expected to pay anything. Mm -hmm. True. And, you know, we've got the free Wi-Fi. We have so many events and programs and 
you know, even if you're not our patron, you're from out of state or something, that's cool. You can still sit down and read a magazine or a book. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. We and that's something people forget sometimes. You know, we do, you know, you do have to live in the city of Danville to have a free library card. But that doesn't mean you can't come to the library and sit. Mm -hmm. Nobody's going to throw you out. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we have our, the newspaper nook with a counter with um, outlets, and you could sit there with your laptop if you have some work to do, whether that's, you know, your business or homework. Which or, we swear someday we'll have a coffee bar. <laughs> yeah, that that's a hope for sure. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a nice place to come. You can come and do a ton of things or just come and hang out. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And it really is, and, and we, we've, the three of us have talked so often about this because it's really the reality of, of libraries and public libraries in general. It's redesigning them, redefining them, representing them so that they are the resource center. So that it's, mm -hmm. you know, because again, it's, it's, uh, it's my favorite line is libraries no longer are four walls and bookshelves and people putting books on the shelf and taking books off the shelf. We still do that, mm -hmm. <laughs> but that's not our be all and end all. There's so much more going on that opens up the world. And I think that's what libraries were always designed to do. We forget yeah. that sometimes. Mm -hmm. Being able to see the world from where we live, it's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And yeah. that's, what, that's what libraries can do. We're gonna go to break, come back and talk more with uh, Jessica and Jennifer on Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. 1490 WDAN. Welcome back to Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. Linda Bolton in the studio this morning with Jennifer Hess, who is Executive Director of the Danville Public Library. Jessica Ossig... Blah, blah. Augustine? <laughs> Whatever your name is. <laughs> Jessica this is what I get from Augustine, being late. <laughs> who is the assistant director. They're here to talk about the LeVar Burton event, which I don't know if we said the date. When is that going to be? Oh, January 6th, 6 p.m. And again, it's on Zoom. You can register online on our website, or you can just drop in for the watch party. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be a pretty cool event. Uh, Mr. Burton has um, expressed interest for many many years now in libraries and reading and uh, helping people uh, be aware of that so this mm -hmm. chance to have him accessible to answer questions and mm -hmm. and to talk in general about the value of of libraries and reading mm he's -hmm. gonna be pretty cool and I just yes. want to emphasize too and just make it clear um, so everybody understands because yes, this is a webinar, but this is our webinar. He is not broadcasting to multiple libraries. This is our event. He is speaking directly to us. So it's as if he was here in person, but he's not. He's over uh, a Zoom link. But yeah, it's not something that you yeah, know, it's not a national. It's not program. like a national broadcast yeah. or anything. This is our event, unique to us. So absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the changes in libraries. Uh, you know. Many things are on our list that we still we, that we've done and that we still want to do. Not the least of which is a bookmobile. Let's talk about that for a minute because that's like the biggest project we've got in our radar. Mm -hmm. um, it's an expensive project, mm -hmm. but for me, I think it's probably one of the best ways we can invest money and we can go forward because the bookmobile. 
we can take to every neighborhood in this community, which I'm excited about because we have a lot of underserved communities. Mm -hmm. And to have a bookmobile where we can take it there, kids can climb on board and they can look for books. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. I grew up in Holiday Hills. I clearly remember the, the bookmobile when I was a kid. We so, all do. Yeah. <laughs> except me. <laughs> well, except you. You don't count. Well, and I lived on the East End, and I'm sure it, it, it came through the neighborhood. I just I don't remember it. I remember the ice cream truck, which probably tells you something <laughs> about my priorities. <laughs> well, we'll make sure those kids on the East End know about it. Yes. But let's talk about that, the challenges of that, uh, Jennifer. Um, so we've been doing our research. We've... We've explored different options on what we could do. Um, you know, we are cost aware on this project. And occasionally, you know, a library will upgrade their existing program and then they will sell their their bookmobile. Um, I and our public services manager and Pete Blackman um, from the foundation went up last Thursday to a library that was selling their bookmobile. And so on the one hand, it was nice to be able to go inside and actually see like how they had it laid out and the shelving and everything. Um, but it, it was not, the quality overall was not uh, great to be honest. And so we decided not to bid on this one. And it, it kind of really opened our eyes to, you know, we want to put our best foot forward in this community. We, be, we believe that we deserve to have a nice bookmobile to visit these communities. And that is why we have decided to pursue a new, uh, newly built bookmobile instead of a used one. Which ain't cheap. No. <laughs> It's not, but then, you know, anytime you, you buy a used vehicle, you run into yeah, the risk sure. of mechanical problems and one thing and another. And that included with the, the cost that it would have been to then, you know, repaint the outside, take care of all the rust, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, those kind of things start nickel and diming you. And at the end of the day, when you have something that's brand new, custom built to your specifications, and you know... It has not been all over <laughs> anywhere, but uh, to deliver to us, I think it's worth it in the end. And this is something that we will have and use for years. Yeah, I think so, mm -hmm. too. And again, it's um, short of building branch libraries, which is my dream. I wish we could do that uh, if yeah. we had the, the budget and the money and the staffing to do that. Uh, libraries, small libraries across the city. That I think that would be stunning. But if we can't do that, then having the bookmobile enables us to go into communities that may never come anywhere near the library. Mm -hmm. Kids who never pick up books just to read for fun, mm -hmm. who don't even know what that's about. Mm -hmm. um, that's what we can do. We can open the world for them yes, and help them see their potential. So that's why it's so important to me that we keep moving forward on this. But we have had that conversation, as Jennifer indicated, we were so anxious to, to get the bookmobile that we've had several instances where we've thought, okay, we'll go with this one. We'll settle for this one. We just decided the other night uh, with the foundation and the mm -hmm. trustees working together, we really don't want to settle. We want a bookmobile that everybody's going to be proud of and kids are going to have a blast mm -hmm. walking inside and enjoying. Right. So, and we consider that it's more of a branch on wheels yep, than it, that's just exactly what a it delivery is. vehicle. Then the cost becomes a little bit 
Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Palpable. Yeah, yeah, if you if you take the cost of the bookmobile and you spread it out and you look at what it would be to open up branch offices and staff mm-hmm. them, uh, we'd be money ahead with the bookmobile. So, mm-hmm. and the bookmobile isn't just like coming to your neighborhood to allow you to check out books. We'll do programs there sure. too. Yeah, you know, we'll do story time. We'll have like it's going to have mobile Wi-Fi so that people can come and like we'll. We'll set up shop for a couple hours at a time so that we can, like, be there and it'll be on a regular schedule so everyone know this is library time. Right. Yeah. We'll have it at events. We'll have it in parks, you know, um, kind of jumping on the food truck trend a little well, bit. Really, it's true. Yeah. It's, 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 a, it's a thing that has come back. Mm-hmm. Some of us uh, that are ancient do remember the, <laughs> the bookmobile. And remember it driving around and, and remember how cool it was. Um, and for others, it'll be a new experience. But it's it's a really, like, it is it is the equivalent of the ice cream truck. You just don't get ice cream. Well, you never know. We we'll may. have to yeah, put we'll a really big that too, We actually. may have some ice cream. You just never, you can't <laughs> underestimate it. We, we, we might even surprise you with some ice cream. Um, along with that, we're also looking at the interior of the library and how we, we've made changes already. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, some of them have worked. Some of them, uh, and we're still, we're still in that process. We're trying to find the right combination of where everything is. We're never going to be a brand new library. Mm-hmm. We were that thirty years ago. We're not going to be that now. Right. We don't have the funding for it. So how can we make this library not look thirty years old? And so- that's the challenge. <laughs> So we've been sprucing up, um, we've been painting different areas um, and rearranging furniture. Um, The first floor, I hope, will look very different maybe within the next year as far as layout. Um, We're listening to feedback we've received from different things when we've moved, you know, what patrons like, what they don't like, and balancing that out with, well, what does, what does it work for? How does it work for us operationally? You know, where do we have the the most room for the collection? Um, And that sort of thing. So hopefully we can find a balance between all of that and um, everybody will like what we have planned. And and libraries uh, today now are more open. Mm-hmm. Uh, with comfortable spots and little nooks and places where people can sit down and read a newspaper or or look at a book or just be quiet for a few minutes, you know. Mm-hmm. So opening up the, the library more to the openness, mm-hmm. easy accessibility, and then these little nooks and crannies where you can have a, a good experience for a few minutes. Those are all important. We're going to talk more in just a moment on Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. 1490 WDAN. Welcome back to Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. Linda Bolton with you this morning in the studio with Jessica Augustin, who is the Assistant Director of the Danville Public Library, Jennifer Hess, who is the Executive Director talking about an event that will happen January 6th where you get a chance to talk to LeVar Burton. So there you go. <laughs> doesn't cost you anything. You don't even have to be in the library to do it. You can do Zoom and talk to him. It's a private event just for Danville Public Library where Mr. Burton is going to talk about his love of libraries and reading and why it matters so much, as well as answer your questions and just talk to you in general. So pretty neat treat. 
Uh, not every day you get to have a conversation with LeVar Burton. So mm-hmm. I know uh, everybody at the library is extremely fired up and excited about this, and I think I think the public hopefully will be too. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're hopefully this is just the first of a series of of big name author events that we can start doing. Um, author talks are really popular with libraries, and um, I mean, to that end, just last week we had author Scott Lax do a program on screenwriting, and he's he's definitely a smaller independent, but I've read his uh, most popular book, and I'm a fan, and so it was great to be able to talk to him. So, you know, bigger named like LeVar Burton or even like smaller publishers, hopefully this is something we can start investing in and do maybe a big name every year. And Yeah. Yeah. And again, it's it's just one of many things that are on the on the horizon to expand what we do as a library and how we can be of value to you because it is so much more than books on shelves. It that's that's the heart of what we do. But that's not all that we do. There, there's so many ways to access the world through the library. You just need to know about it, and it's on us to make sure we talk about it enough to make people <laughs> aware. Um, and I know one of the things that we've talked about, um, we were talking about the the change in how things are inside. Um, access again is important, so. Listening to what people want or need, what our patrons want or need, is very important to us. We're, we're making efforts to make sure we know that because it's not just on us to make decisions. So, so Jennifer says we're going to move that shelf over there. Yeah. Maybe it's a good idea. Maybe it's not. You know, <laughs> and, and maybe idea. it won't. <laughs> and she's had that conversation. <laughs> um, but what I'm saying is that what patrons think is important. So anytime you're in the library... By all means, make comments. Let us know. Mm-hmm. You want to oh, hear yeah. about it. We yeah. appreciate feedback. Yeah. yeah. And, and the modern library um, really strives to have spaces that can be moved easily. So, mm-hmm. you know, we'll try something out. If it doesn't work, then we can move it somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and my facilities manager say, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have been busy people. Yes. <laughs> But we'll continue anyway. Uh, let's talk for a minute about library cards. There's misunderstanding, myth and misunderstanding about library cards. But I, what I try to remind people of is, you know, if you live in the city of Danville, some of your tax money is going to support the library. So you're paying for those services. If you don't live within that tax base within the city of Danville, you, you're not supporting the library. And we would love to have you do that, but that's why there's a fee to pay to get a Danville card. So, you know, we're always working on trying to increase the number of folks that have cards and participate and use the library because it opens up so many options. Correct, Jennifer? Yes, for sure. Um, We're trying to uh, work out a way that uh, people in the outlying areas, we do need to uh, legally have that non-resident fee paid, but perhaps there's a a monthly payment plan we can explore that makes it so it's a little less, you know, one chunk out of your pocket, but more like a subscription service. Um, Mm -hmm. 
I I just saw this yesterday. It was a, a tweet from a gentleman named Chris Higgins who said, I keep getting ads for Kindle Unlimited. They're pitching it as X months of free reading. My local public library has literally a lifetime of free reading, <laughs> including ebooks and no late fees. Imagine that. It's like books, Netflix that you don't have to pay for. Pass it on. Um, so I did. <laughs> um, because that's absolutely right. You know, a lot of what we offer, people do pay in their subscription services every month. And I'm like, but why? When <laughs> you're already exactly. essentially paying for it and paying much less than you would if you subscribe to the multiple streaming services or you've bought your books new or used off of Amazon or what have you, um, we have it for you. And if we don't have it, we can probably get it. Yeah. Uh, really and truly, the world is open to you through the library. Please take advantage of that. Um, uh, I'm very proud of my Baby Yoda library card. <laughs> <laughs> so is Wilbur. We, we enjoy using them. Um, okay, January 6th is the LeVar Burton event. It will be on Zoom. You can go to the library to experience it, or you can sit in your house and watch it on Zoom. No charge. Do I need to register? Yes. Okay, tell me. Uh, the easiest thing is just go to our website and click his picture and then go for it. All right. All right. Please don't miss this opportunity. It's really unique. Thank you for being here, ladies. I appreciate it. It's always a joy to talk to you. Jump in real quick and mention that this is being funded by a grant through the foundation. Absolutely. Thank you, foundation. We love the foundation. Thank you to the foundation for all they're doing to help us. We really appreciate it. That said, join me tomorrow. We we will have a special show for those of you that uh, know the Williams family. Uh, Amy Williams Schweitzer will be with me from North Carolina. She's a military wife, just won the Rosie Award. She's the daughter of uh, Laura and Ricky Sr. and the sister of the mayor. So it's, it's, it's going to be fun talking to Amy. So please join us tomorrow for Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. I'm Linda Bolton. Danville's Talk Station, 1490 WDAN Danville, W284DD Danville, and online at vermilioncountyfirst.com. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.